0: In September of 2022, I was sitting at uh, FHL, which stands for Funnel Hacking Live, which is thrown by um, Russell Brunson and basically the ClickFunnels world, which is a software that you can use to create funnels. I actually don't use ClickFunnels, but I still go to the event every year because I do believe that no matter how much we pour into others and how much we... Purchase online programs. I do do believe there's something really magnificent about going to a live event where you can't be as distracted, where it is feeding your soul constantly, and it literally just gives you all of the feels. And there was a speaker that, there were many speakers, but there was one speaker that really just, really just enamored me. And I had no idea if, like, when I went in, I had no idea this person was going to enlighten me so much and and that he was going to be my favorite when it was all do- said and done because I didn't know who he was. Um, I didn't know he had a popular podcast. I didn't really know anything. And there were a couple things that he said at the beginning, and he was talking about that we are all born like to do something great in our life. And he said that the people that believe it's closer win, which is very interesting because I believe the people that don't believe it'll ever happen are always going to struggle for it to happen, right? So if I believe it's possible and I believe it will happen to me, I am much more likely to actually hit or achieve the goal, right? Or whatever I define as success. and. The one quote that really stood out to me from the whole thing that he said was, he said, the biggest neglect of children is allowing your children to watch you not pursue your dreams. So basically to, for them to watch you settle, for them to watch you be unhappy, for them to watch you not go after the things that you know would light you up because of fear, because of something holding you back. And throughout his, throughout his speech, he said a lot of enlightening things after that. Um, He quoted Napoleon Hill, who said, on the other side of temporary pain, you'll meet another version of you. And again, a very interesting perspective, right? Like we get to get uncomfortable to really grow, but most of us aren't willing to get out of our comfort zone very long. And he said, if you can survive it, you'll meet another version of you. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a psychological choice. We don't have to suffer. We choose to suffer. Again, very enlightening, very interesting. And then he started talking about how to really grow a business or to create a movement. And one of the things that he said was he started using people that we know, Oprah, and and people that are very Tony Robbins, and how they are almost evangelical in what they do. They're an evangelist, right? And the definition of that is a person who seeks to convert others, especially by public preaching, a zealous advocate of a cause. And this really struck me because, you know, Whether you call it public preaching, whether you call it visibility, whether you call it public teaching, it doesn't really matter. But if you truly are trying to have other people understand what you do and you're trying to get other people to understand how the thing that you do can change other people's lives, would we not all want to be evangelical in a way, right? To create this movement or to create this change and I'm a big believer. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So as this this conversation is going, basically getting people to believe what I believe I'm saying, um, and obviously it starts with us, right? I believe what I'm saying, and therefore I'm going to get other people to believe what I'm saying. And a friend of mine was sitting behind me, and she said, "That's you." you and your community and the way you bring people to you, that's like evangelical. And I struggled. I was first, I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, and it was very hard for me to receive that. And I struggled with that. Like, like I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable receiving that at first. And I got to set with it and I got to think about it. And first of all, I just want to ask, you know, if somebody is giving you positive feedback, who are you to judge that that's not the way they perceive you? Because how we perceive ourselves and how other people perceive us are always going to be different, right? And then I got to think about, okay, first of all, When somebody says evangelical to me, my dad is a Southern Baptist minister, so that's immediately where my head goes. So maybe I am pretty good at preaching things. I'm not really sure. Um, When I was younger, I used to say I was preached to all my life. Um, Now I know that's not true, but that's what I used to say. Um, And anyhow, it was very interesting that I decided that I don't always see my greatness, right? Right. But that doesn't mean it's not there. And that is the same for you. So what if we decided to accept and receive the compliments that were given? Try them on. See how it feels. And when I created this program called Iconic, I also thought, you know, like the word evangelical, I struggled with the word at first, even though a 16-year-old said I was iconic, Um, I struggled with the word for a minute because I was like, are people going to be like, who does she think she is calling herself iconic? Like, who does she think she is? And instead of trying to validate and make a list of reasons why I can say I'm iconic and why I can try on that word and why I can use that word, I decided once again to own it, right? Right. And realize that you don't have to be iconic to the entire world full of billions and billions of people. That's not what this is about. Matter of fact, if you knew your ideal person and you really, really got very, very niched down when your ideal person, it would be a very small percentage, right? We're talking maybe 1%. That's still a lot of people, don't get me wrong. But of the world, it would maybe be 1%. And if you're like, well, I only, I only deal with people in the United States. Okay, well, then it's even smaller, right? But uh, the thing is, is that we are not marketing to the entire world. I'm not trying to be world known like, who is it, Pitbull, worldwide. I'm not trying to be iconic to the world. I only need to be iconic and I don't really need to be, it's how I'm perceived, to my world, to the people I'm talking to, to the people that are attracted to me, to the people that are magnetized to me, and that is the same thing for you. You don't need the whole world to think you're iconic, and maybe it starts out with only one person who thinks that, and then it goes to five people who think that. And it grows and grows and grows. We all started at zero followers. We all started at zero raving fans. And this, to me, is just a great example of how we can create this basically ripple effect, whether you want to call it evangelical or iconic or whatever you want to call it, like that we have the potential to do this in the world that we are attracting. We have the potential to do this in the people, for the people and that we know we can serve and support. So why are we holding back? Why are we not letting go? Because there's so much more we can do. I wrote this today because I was feeling it and I wanted to share. When I think about Iconic, obviously it is a program, but I also just take this in It's isn't a branding program, but it's about your brand. It isn't a social media program, but it's about how you're perceived online. It isn't a selling program, but it's going to support you to increase your sales. It isn't a visibility program, but you're going to find ways to increase it. It isn't a growth or transformational program, but I promise you're going to have more breakthroughs and more. This isn't a client attraction program but your audience is going to start having all the feels from how you're starting to show up. This isn't a personal power program, but it's going to be infused throughout it. Iconic can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but are you willing to try it on for size? Are you willing to be vulnerable and authentic to your audience and allow them to decide Are they a raving fan? Are you an iconic brand? They get the final decision. But it all starts with us. The word iconic starts with I. And so if we don't believe it, it's going to be hard for anybody else to believe it too. So if you're ready to be set up for success and create an iconic brand, make sure you check out the link in the bio because I know this program is going to be Even though it's not a specific transformational program, I know there are going to be some major breakthroughs that happen and I cannot wait to see where this takes you.